Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechta Shkolim, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. Omer Yehuda picking up from where we left off in the previous Mishnah that on the 15th of Adar, they would send a Bezdin, the, the courts would send down messengers to the fields to look and search and destroy Klayim, forbidden mixtures growing in fields. Omer Yehuda be shown originally how you They would uproot any Klayim, any forbidden mixture they find in the fields, and they'd cast it at the feet of the farmer, of the owner, in order to embarrass them so that they'd be more careful and punctilious about the observance of Klayim in the future. As people, uh, as the Ovri Aver, there were more sinners, became more numerous. Or, it's not as much as they were numerous, as much as the fact that people also began to rely on the fact, they said, I don't have to uproot my Kalayim, I could just wait for the messengers of Bezdin to do it for me, free labor. They take it and cast it on the roads, so that at very least people would be penalized, because they couldn't then use these Kalayim to feed their animals. And that as well didn't work. People said, I don't really care. Let the, I'd rather the free labor of the Bezdin coming along and doing it themselves. So then they established a kanas, and if they found a field with Klayim, they declared the whole field hefker, the whole field ownerless, and that surely worked to Mizares to convince the owners to uh, look and search and destroy their own Klayim. But what happened on the 15th of Adar? We mentioned the 1st of Adar they'd announce. On the 15th, Shulchan Zayoshu Medina. The money lenders, the money changers, excuse me, money changers would begin to sit in Yerushalayim so they can exchange people's foreign currencies for the shkolem so people can then bring it up to Yerushalayim, to the temple. On the 25th, they began to sit in the temple area and tell people, come on, let's go, let's go. you got to bring it in already. Your tax tax season's here. Uh, tax day's almost here. And then they would, um, excuse me, let's get Mikdash. Hizchilul from there, once they began to sit there, the court would then begin to seize people's property. As in, it's the IRS here. You're not paying up. We're going to go and seize your property to seize what we owe. And who would they then seize property from? So it's, it's interesting. Only the Levim and the Yisraelim. And converts, and the, as well as slaves who are freed, because all these are people who owe who owe the machsa shekel. They all are required to pay this tax, and in the event in the event they don't pay the tax, so then the courts are going to seize the, their property to pay up on the tax that they owe. But not nashim avadim or In this case, it's youth under the age of twenty because they don't have to pay, partake in this tax. If there is a child who the father voluntarily decides he's going to give a tax on his behalf, they say, you know, he said, I want to teach him and educate him in the chinuch of giving the machsa shekel, so I'm going to start giving it. Once he gives it once, he can no longer stop giving it by rabbinic decree. Once he gives it once, he has to continue giving it until he turns 20. But we don't uh, seize property from the Kohanim. We take Dark Shalom because we want to preserve the peace. We want to give the, the Kohanim a special honor since they do all the service. Um, we're not, although they owe the money, we're not going to force them to pay up if they don't pay up, so we don't cause them to be resentful um, to, against being treated in this way and, and, and affects their work in the temple. I wish you all a wonderful day.